People say an hour and a half from the trainer's work, three on the road. <laughs> I didn't think it's, that, it's quite that. Uh, quite, that might not, be a little bit too quite. much. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Coaches on Couches. Bing slouches. We got a good one. We got a good one today for those of you who are trainer haters. Mm-hmm. Which I've met. Chad, Chad was already on. He's a he's a long time trainer hater. I've I've met several of you uh, over the years. Mm-hmm. Including our our buddy Will Stoffel is a adamant oh, trainer yeah. hater. Yes, he was. He was asked, He was actually uh, thinking about breaking his uh, his four year streak. Whoa! He was and hopping on the trainer again. Yeah. Man. Now that I've said that, he won't do it. Nope. He's out now. <laughs> yeah. So today we're going to talk about uh, about why, mm-hmm. you, in fact, you should love the trainer. Yep. And if you don't love it, why you should learn to love it. Absolutely. It's not. Uh, it's not. Uh, you know. No, but let's face it. Nobody got into cycling to like spend all their time inside on the trainer. No, uh, but there are a lot of advantages to actually utilizing that in your training, mm-hmm. especially you and I both in the use time. it year round. Yeah, I use it year so, round. Not for every ride, obviously. And we'll get into but, that. But yeah, we why? use it. We use it year round. Yeah. So listen and up. If you're time crunched, yeah, love it. Learn we'll get, to love it. We'll get there. Okay. All right, I am Coach Dale Sanford. I am Coach Bryant Funston. We are the co-founders of BPC Performance Coaching, where we specialize in helping time-crunched athletes optimize their busy schedules so they can maximize their athletic performance. Every BPC coach is trained in our five pillars coaching system that has been developed over the last 11 years through our work with athletes of all ages and ability levels, from fresh off the couch to world championship competitors. You can find out more about BPC by going to buildpeakcompete.com checking Facebook and YouTube at Build Peak Compete and all up on that Instagram at BPC Performance. I dare say we've been poor at Instagram. Yeah. We're we're working on it. We're, we're trying to get there. Yeah, well, well, without any without with very few races this year it's been tougher mm-hmm. to to gather photography. Well, uh, a little time hop style thing. Philip Young. Oh, yeah. He won it two years ago when yeah. he won a national championship. Well, he popped won, up. He won it last year, too. So Was it last year also? Yeah. So two years in a row, he's, he was the age group national champion. Great, Aqua bike. Great memory spec back when the, yeah. that racing was full swing. When, yeah. But it looks like, uh, you know, with our shout outs, we got shout outs coming back again. Yeah, we do have them. Which so means let's, racing. Uh, let's which get means racing it. is coming back. Yeah, so this past weekend, Ironman Florida and the mm-hmm. well in the rescheduled Gulf Coast seventy point three actually happened. Seemed like it, um, you know, went pretty well. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the those of I've, I've heard from, it seemed like the COVID procedures were yep. pretty well, uh, you know, done and followed. Um, so in the uh, in the full, we had uh, Jamie Bailey. Uh, you know, have another Ironman finish, and then um, Chris Nickick, Chris Nickick, the, the very first person to uh, finish an Ironman with Down syndrome. Uh, yeah, how cool is that? Very cool. I mean, awesome moment 
finished under the time cut. Uh, so that's fantastic. Um, we also had Walker, Walker Burrow in the uh, 70.3 distance, won his age group. So there we go, Walker. That is a uh, it's a spot for Worlds. Worlds, baby. Where is Worlds? Uh, it's is it to be determined? It's missing, it's missing from my head right now. Gotcha. Uh, Put you on the spot there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys know, if if you're listening and you know, throw it in the comments. Yeah. Um, you have any other ones? Yeah, I got uh, Lee Rustin. First place in the grit and grind gravel event from two weekends ago uh, in the ladies the ladies B race. Uh, so great result for her. And uh, Ben Ladd, young lad, as I call him. He uh, he actually just hit a an all-time 60-minute power best uh, what a few days ago. Nice. Just out there smashing. He didn't even mean to. And it was one hour and like eight seconds yeah. i was like was this on the trainer <laughs> and it was not it was outdoors he just went out and hammered so those good, are so. uh those are actually the some of the best bests mm-hmm. to see when people are just hitting them like on normal rides or on group rides when they're not really intending to mm-hmm. uh and those things just come out that's when you know that's when you know the uh, uh let, we got the uh it's in saint george the 7.3 ah. yeah okay cool um so yeah, those are the best to see because mm-hmm. they weren't planned and you weren't overly trying overly hard to do it, mm-hmm. uh, and they're just popping up. So which goes back to you know like we've chatted before about how sometimes our athletes will have their best races when it's not a goal race. Yeah, you know, just taking pressure off, um, and some people you know, dealing with the stress of a goal event can can kind of impact performance. So yeah, chapeau to you, young lad. Um, we have uh, a major shout at. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, Go for at it, Funston. Taco Bell. Can I, can I tag them vocally? We're gonna. At Taco Bell. You guys are dead to me. De- dead. I used to be one of your biggest promoters and patrons. Absolutely. But now, Done. gone. Well, it all started when they started taking away... And it's not the Mexican pizza. It, no. It's not my issue. That's your wife's issue. <laughs> That's my wife's issue. <laughs> the <laughs> Funny story, but we won't go into it. When they started taking away potatoes, yeah. they took away potatoes, and now it's fresco. Fresco's gone. Fresco's gone. What a horrible idea. The way to make Taco Bell healthy and appealing to... Your uh, folks that are interested in that, they've removed Yeah, the fresco option. There's no longer a reason to go eat at Taco Bell. No. No, my wife actually asked last night. She's like, hey, should I get Taco Bell on the way home from dropping the kid off? And I was like, nah. <laughs> Dead to me. Oh, Taco so Bell. At Taco Bell. How could someone you? tag them right now, please, if you're listening, and say, Taco Bell. You're dead to the endurance community. <laughs> WTF, mate. <laughs> uh, All right. Next, they're going to get rid of fire sauce. Uh, yep, that was our massive shout at. Yeah. That's not, that's I feel not a little cool. better after getting that off my chest. Uh, yeah, you seem like you, there's a weight <laughs> been lifted. Whew, am I sitting taller? The couch is seemingly uh, <laughs> floating on air now. <laughs> All right. All right, so we're talking about uh, 
loving the trainer mm -hmm. and why you should mm -hmm. learn if you don't learn to love your trainer mm -hmm. uh if you're okay with it learn to love it a little bit more there you go um shameless plug yeah so this uh starting in december we've got our uh, online class we've been doing it now it's the class is 10 years old it's been online for what i actually think Five? we're 11 years old it might be 11. <laughs> I think it's 11. It's constantly changing. It's 10 or 11. Yeah. <laughs> it's over a decade. Uh-huh. But under 15 years old. Yes. Uh, but our online class, the House of Pain Cycling Program, we do it every year. It runs from December to the time change in March. Um, we do two classes a week online. Uh, they're all on Zoom. We used to not even say that, but everyone knows what Zoom is now. Mm -hmm. We've been using Zoom since before Zoom was cool. Mm -hmm. uh, but we've been doing it online now for at least five years. This will be maybe the fifth year or sixth year. Um, and so it is by far, like, if you're looking to improve your cycling over the winter, uh, this is it. Like, mm -hmm. without, I mean, obviously we're biased, but... Um, well, there's a lot of good programs you can do out there, but I think what we feel takes it to another level, and we're actually going to discuss some of this stuff, is yeah. um, the, the, not the training aspect, but the technique side of things. Um, yeah, there's a lot. Making you pedal at different cadences. The way like, I keep explaining it to people is there's, there's so much that we put into this program that you could not physically put into a workout description. Mm-hmm. There is no way to to put all of the the information that we put into uh, hop, you know, into a workout. Mm -hmm. You're just not going to get it. You can do all the plans. There's so there's a lot of good plans out there. You can do all the plans you want, but you're missing it. You're missing a lot if you're not focusing on uh, the mental side, technical mm -hmm. side, mm -hmm. uh, all that stuff. Yeah, so the and that's side. all stuff we put in on top of you. You have a, a strength training program to follow, which is uh, obviously huge if you didn't listen to the last episode, no. you, you know, yeah, come back um, and listen to that. you know, and we did a whole other episode on how to survive the, uh, the winter. Basically, mm -hmm. that's another good one. If you're trying to figure out what you're going to do this, this fall and winter, uh, that's another great episode to listen to. But the house pain program is going on for years. We would not be keep, keep doing it if, uh, if it wasn't successful, um, you know, we're seeing on average 10% improvement, uh, in power, uh, over those, you know, 20, well, this will be 28 sessions this year. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you're interested, the re registration's open. We start December 1st, yep. hopcycling.com. There's more information there. And, uh, yeah, we'd love you to join us and the other fifties plus cyclists who join us every year. All right. So. To the top. Good segue. That was a great segue. Uh -huh. I do say so myself. <laughs> uh, we're talking about why we love the trainer. Mm -hmm. And especially for you time crunched folks. Yeah, absolutely. Or people that live in uh, higher traffic, higher density areas where it's tough to get to open roads yeah. quickly and easily. And that's, it really is reason number one is mm -hmm. that it is the ultimate inconvenience when you're talking about riding a bike. Um, there yep. is like, there's, there's far less to set up, mm -hmm. uh, things to get ready. Um, you know, there's not, you know, five miles before you get out of town before you that's, can actually that's do a anything. Massive one. Yeah. That's a massive part right there. Um, 
you know, you know, for both of us, we're in a stage of life with kids and young kids and, and kids who are doing activities now and yada, 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 uh, where everything I do, all my training is convenience-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do it when it's the most convenient for me. And for the majority, majority of it, it's fairly like low volume. So it has to be like higher quality. Exactly. And, and so in order to do that, I go for the convenience of the trainer a lot because mm-hmm. I can get on there, knock out really high quality hour. If that's all I have. And then be done with it. Like, yep. you know, there's not a 20 yeah, minute warm up. It's such an I'm, efficient use of your time. Yeah. So less prep on getting ready. Uh, you know, you have your bottles right there. You can have your bike already set up. Literally, all you have to do is put on your shoes, your bibs, shorts. Yeah. And bingo, bango. Yeah, I don't even wear you're a rocking. jersey whenever. Yeah. I mean, Turn the fan jersey. on and you're going. Like, there's, you can get straight into quality and you don't have, you know, the five miles. Five yeah. minutes, you know, even five minutes can make a big difference uh, in, in quality of a workout as well. well so it's, like it's afterwards too. Like you just jump off the trainer and go change your clothes. It's mm-hmm. like you actually, you could even have time to shower. Mm-hmm. Like I always just pretend like I did shower and that's why my hair is wet. <laughs> you got to at least rub the <laughs> crust off your face. Like <laughs> salt, salt crust. Yep. Yeah. But that goes into the, the second point you mentioned already is the quality and how targeted you can be with your workouts. So it's really important, and this is why it's so important for the time crunch folks, is you need to make the best use of your time. And you can pack so much quality into a, into a very short time frame on the trainer. Uh, it's, you know, there's no better way to peg those time and zones that you're trying to be hitting than hopping on the trainer and doing that. You're not having to you know, work around the uh, traffic lights and stop signs and other cars and you know all of that stuff. You're not dealing with uphills and downhills and headwinds and tailwinds. I mean, you're it's so structured, you, or you can be so structured on it that it's just it's it's massive from a quality standpoint. Yeah, it really, really doesn't. You really can't get any better uh, as far as quality goes. And like uh, for me, with as little time as I have, like realistically i know people think that as coaches we just train all the time and and then just sit at the computer for an hour a day but it's really not not how it goes so i i have no interest in doing a bunch of like junk mile rides and Mm -hmm. and even easy rides and stuff like that or don't like i don't do a lot of that because of the time like Mm -hmm. i go on i jump on get quality and that's how you know, that's how I roll. Like yep. there's, it just doesn't make sense to me with the t- little time that I have. I love riding, but, yeah. uh, it doesn't make sense for me to put all my like stuff on to go spin around for an hour and well, get nothing out of it. Especially in the, like we're approaching winter time here and that's when most people end up spending more time indoors. But honestly, like I've, I've chatted with a lot of folks about it. It's like, I could, you know, it can take 20 minutes to get ready for a cold weather ride. So your 20 minutes of getting prepped at least to go outdoors, if all you have is 45 minutes, yeah. like <laughs> that's now a 25 minute ride. Yeah, and well, and think about the, like on the quality side of things, like this is probably one of the things you hear most often, <clears throat> but um, 
you never stop pedaling on the trainer. Yeah. And we actually have a pain train. Pain train. Uh, we actually have a, a workout that we give everyone, and it's basically just a focused endurance ride, mm-hmm. and we call it the NSP rides. Mm-hmm. Never, never stop pedaling. Um, because out on the road, like we will literally see people spend 30 plus percent of their ride, either not pedaling or in zone one. Mm-hmm. So if you are, you know, doing, and they're trying to not be there, like that's, they're not right. intentionally using that as like recovery periods. This yeah. is just a, you know, a group ride scenario. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's. It's, you know, on a three hour ride, you can literally spend a third of that doing almost nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, so. Or not necessarily training the area that you could get the most benefit from. Right. Yeah. But like on a trainer, like you are literally forced to pedal. And a lot of times with a little bit more resistance than the road would have, would give you, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so you know we've heard the whole like the whole myth of uh you know like an hour on the trainer or people say an hour and a half on the trainer's worth three on the road <laughs> i didn't think it's that it's quite that uh, quite, that might not, be a little bit too quite. much uh i mean i would maybe give it a 10 to 15 percent bump uh, oh yeah you know yep not a not a massive oh, for sure. yeah uh, I would easily give it that. it's not a doubler well, I in my mind, I'll treat it as a doubler. If I'm uh, <laughs> like, eh, 90 minutes, there's a lot of quality there. It's got to be the same. <laughs> yeah, but you're 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 spending so much, so little time not pedaling. There mm-hmm. is a, especially for fatigue resistance and and stuff like that. It is a, there is a big benefit to doing mm-hmm. uh, the 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 rides on the trainer. And I do a lot of rides in the winter, like longer rides on the trainer because. I don't like going outside when it's under 40 degrees. If it's freezing, Dale ain't leaving. Uh, and, you know, at times, like, like truth is, like, over the winter, I kind of use that to, like, bank a lot of brownie points. And so, like, <laughs> I'll get up early yeah. and, and even ride two and three hours on the trainer and be done before the kids get up and yeah. eat breakfast. Yeah, done and, at eight, yeah, eight or nine. Yeah. You know, so that I can uh, go jam out in the warmer months uh mm-hmm. and you know not appear home until 11 or 12 yeah um but i'm still getting the same you know i'm still getting a lot of great quality mm-hmm. in those those trainer rides although you know it is the longer you go the harder it is mentally oh, for, for sure, you yeah. to want to stay on it yep. um but there's tons of quality i mean there's mm-hmm. you know in those rides one of the other, like, so moving on uh, from quality, one of the biggest things is you can actually focus on technique. Yep. We've put out all kinds of information on pedal stroke, all the, like, drills and blah, blah, blah. And, like, if you've ever tried to do a single leg drill while you're out on the road, <laughs> it's not that easy. It's a, it's a little more challenging, uh, especially in a group ride. yeah. <laughs> It's just not, it's, you know, you got so many other things to, to worry about and mm-hmm. to like distract you yep. from the quality of the work. Like when you're on the trainer, you can focus on changing little things, working on your pedal stroke, doing single leg drills, changing body position, standing out of the saddle, all those things that you can't 
Like you may you may be able to focus on it on the road, but you can't focus on it for very long. Yeah. Like there's a lot of stuff that takes your attention away from that. You know, you got cars, you've got is there a dog coming at me? Yeah. You have the stop signs, you have the stoplights, you have, you know, changes in terrain can impact your ability to do that. If you're doing a group ride yeah. or even a ride with someone else, oftentimes you'll be talking to the person yeah. uh, around you um, or you're focused on what's happening within the group ride to make sure you're staying safe, looking for, you know, holes and sticks and rocks and all that stuff. There's so much stuff that's taking your attention away, even if you're not aware of it. Um, but on a trainer, I mean, you can, you can close your eyes and lock in if you want to. Uh, and, and you can feel those little tiny changes much easier. So we, during the hop, we always talk about like make small changes and see what happens to perceived effort. Does perceived effort go up or does it go down? Uh, you know, what happens to heart rate? What happens to your power? If you're on power, like you can make those tweaks to body position to your pedal stroke and immediately see an, an effect uh, there without all those other distractions. So huge uh, from a technique and efficiency standpoint, trainer is, is awesome for that. Um, and we are always reminded at the start of hop when we first do single leg drills again about how easy it is to get lazy with your pedal stroke and uh, how clunky your pedal stroke can be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, dedicated technique work huge on the trainer yeah i mean it really is that's one of the best uses for it really mm -hmm. it's uh you know trying to do technique work outside like you said like yeah go go try to do uh even if you're just working on something like low cadence go try to do low cadence over a rolling course it's very difficult mm -hmm. you know you wear that that battery out <laughs> yeah you electronic folks <laughs> yeah i mean it's so yeah it is it is yeah way better for technique work mm -hmm. Next one. Yeah, like this is this you is kind of touched on this already. Yeah, but this is the reason why like I own a treadmill. This mm -hmm. is the reason like if I had the money, I would have an endless pool. <laughs> like <laughs> uh like that it takes away all the excuses. Uh, yep, the next no excuses. Yeah. No excuses not to get a ride in and uh you know, that leads to that C word Consistency. Consistency. I mean, and when that consistency is high, you're like you're. It's going to pay off. Your mm -hmm. your performance is only going to be better in the long run because you are consistent. Versus these folks that, as soon as it gets colder or darker, mm -hmm. they basically hang the bike up and only ride when they're when is convenient for them, yep. and they only ride easy. So, yep. I mean. Sure, if you wanna, if you're cool with like basically starting over every like spring, yeah, March. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're cool with that, then all right. Well, it's it's massive for, we always say some is greater than none, you know, with a lot of our clients, it's that consistency makes a massive difference. And it's, it may not necessarily mean that you're, you know, if an hour workout is scheduled, you may only be able to get 40 minutes in. If you're gonna be doing that outside and you've got 20 minutes of prep time, like, it's very easy to blow that off. Like I'm not going to spend 20 minutes getting ready for a 20 minute ride, but hopping on a trainer, you can still get a lot of work done in 40 minutes yep. on a trainer. Um, so that, that consistency is what's going to make a big difference between, you know, where, where you could be and uh, where you actually are. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, 
I've definitely wanted to uh, on certain days where it's been like super nasty out, mm-hmm. like r- cold rain and stuff like that. That's my that's my least favorite. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, you walk by the trainer and it's like, hey, dude, here I am. Let's <laughs> no excuse. Let's jump on. Uh, and then my then the athlete brain takes over and mm-hmm. you get on it. Yep. All right, so one thing that we, we I don't want to backpedal too much, but talking about, um, you know, I've been asked, like, why would you why would you ride the trainer when it's, like, 65, 70 outside, not a cloud in the sky, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, and it really revolves back to the convenience and quality part of it. Like, we use the trainer year-round, and the main reason for that is because once you get into race season and all your efforts are targeted toward like kind of race specific, or you're just doing group rides and, and stuff like that, you get very good at those efforts Yep. and you start to miss out on those long sustained moderate to hard efforts. Mm-hmm. And those are what keep your fatigue resistance really high. And so we both utilize that and with our athletes quite a bit, uh, during the year is keeping one trainer session, uh, during the week where it is nothing but like high quality, like sweet spot and above work Mm -hmm. that, uh, helps you maintain high levels of fatigue resistance, uh, with a lower volume ride. Yep. Uh, so if you were doing that out on the road, those like long upper zone three into zone four efforts, they just don't they don't happen as smoothly because you're constantly adjusting for the terrain and you know hit a stop sign or a light or whatever like mm-hmm. you just don't you don't hit them as as steady and as smooth yep um so that can be frustrating for some people but when you get on the trainer and you know we don't like erg mode <laughs> but it forces you to focus it forces you to you know hit a long like steady, long, mm-hmm. harder effort that is going to keep you strong and, and fatigue. Stronger resistant. for longer. There you go. Uh, you know, realistically, with all the new um, virtual riding apps, and there's tons of them out there now that we probably don't even know about. Yeah. Um, but there is... A, a, like a benefit to to like having the trainer and doing some of the virtual riding i probably wouldn't have said that like two or three years ago mm-hmm. um when when zwift first came out we both kind of got on it before smart trainers were even a thing and that's when like basically you could just link up your power meter to the like dongle yep. thing and run the it over your computer dongle. yep um and I was like, this is a, this is a joke. Like, like, you know, but now it's all app based and very easy to hook up. And, uh, you know, you can get on there with thousands of people mm-hmm. and, you know, they've, they've adapted it to like even seeing advantages when you're drafting people. And, uh, if you have a smart trainer, it adjusts obviously for the terrain. Yep. And gets easier when you're going downhill and all that stuff. So, like, there is... For you that struggle with boredom on the trainer, the virtual 
uh, software available out there definitely does help keep you interested for longer. Yeah. And does give a little more of a road-like feel to a, and you to can a actually, training session. You can actually like host your own mm-hmm. group rides. Yep. And then for it's sure even, on Zwift, yeah. I believe it's trainer is it trainer road that does the uh, you should have a group of people you like can, three to five, I think. You can have a group like of people do the same workout together mm-hmm. and everyone's got a camera yep. and stuff like that. That's kind of what I mean, that's pretty much what we're doing in hop. Except you're following the coach versus doing a set workout. Like yeah. the coach is leading the workout yeah. and, and stuff like that. But everyone's on a camera mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. We can see you. You can see us. We can give tips uh, on uh, your body position or live feedback if we have a good enough shot of you on the bike. Yeah. Um, so there is there is some like nice benefits to some of the new virtual like. Mm-hmm riding uh things and i know ruby has gotten uh ruby's really working on expanding their augmented reality uh riding courses and stuff like that where Mm -hmm. they've now done a couple of like stage races like virtual stage races on these courses um so it is getting pretty it's Mm -hmm. getting intense it's getting yeah it's very getting getting advanced for sure yeah I, I personally like uh, using the Zwift races as a motivating factor for longer, hard efforts. So yeah. if I know I need a longer, hard day, uh, and we can have a whole nother conversation on, um, on the racing of Zwift and how it's not <laughs> quite like racing outdoors. But, it's not. Um, but I know I will get a very hard effort in. It's, it's like threshold with some bursts essentially is what racing is on Zwift. So if I know I need a, you know, 40 minute to 60 minute hard sustained um, effort where there is that competitive aspect to it, that extra motivation, then uh, Zwift is what I'll, I'll turn to. Can we talk for a second about digital doping? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, first step is always to lower your weight by at <laughs> least 45 pounds. Yeah. I mean, it is, it, Never fails that I get on Zwift and just riding along and get, I mean, blown by mm-hmm. by somebody doing six watts per kilo and their last name is not Kuss. Yeah, it's not Sip. It's I not mean, Sippy. Like, it's just like, it blows my mind that people well, would... Well, you'll see the people doing like 10 watts per kilo. Yeah. This like, could be, this is a very big side tangent we could go down right now. We could. <laughs> just set your weight right. Yeah. I mean... They are doing, I will give it to them, They're, they do have, if you're going to be doing some of the actual legit races, you're having to verify your power through like a Strava account and you're supposed to like, I, don't, I think they may monitor it somehow, like weigh the day of, like before you get on the bike and like all that stuff has to be legit have to have a heart rate monitor or you. Yeah. So they're getting better at, at trying to keep it fair Police the- in, the, in the official races. Yeah. But there's so many out there that are just fun races that, uh, right. that yeah, you'll have people pushing just, big time power it makes me to laugh. wait, big time power to wait and not much power. And I'm like, really? I'm not going to mention what country it normally comes from. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right. So, um, you know, some other little things there's, you know, we already kind of mentioned this, 
you can um, when you're riding the trainer, you can screw up your nutrition mm-hmm. and don't have to wait to to get some. Yep, uh, you can go get off and fill no, your bottles. No store stops, yeah. which honestly can be a massive time waste too. Yeah. Uh, and in the winter time, you freeze. You know, you finally get warm and you store stop, and then you freeze when you when you get back on. But I mean, think about it. Your your next long ride, or go back and look at a previous long ride, and you know you may have done. How much time? How much time did you actually spend riding during that? You know, the meetup time is usually kills ten minutes. Yep. The store stop usually kills at least fifteen minutes. I mean, so just right there, you can subtract the P stop, the P stops, the mechanicals, the flats. The I mean, sometimes we've done rides where it's a sixty-five mile ride and it takes five hours. Yeah. Whereas, you know, that's essentially three hours of riding, like knock that on the trainer and you've got two hours back in your day. Right. That's it. I mean, that's I mean, of all the reasons that's, that's we went back reason. to the, we went back to the, uh, we reason. keep going back to it. Okay. But no store stops needed and you got all your nutrition right there. Yeah. I like this next one. Go for it. This next one is, uh, it's great for binging shows that your significant other does not like. That is, that's, that's hole up in your uh, little pain cave and uh you know if it's not a day where you're really wanting to do some you know very focused technique efficiency style you know if it's a, a more of an endurance style ride man netflix binge yeah or youtube kind of a youtube guy that's uh that's been my like i think probably for the last six or seven years that's been like my only time to mm-hmm. to binge watch shows that mm-hmm. I know that my wife is not going to want to yep. watch. So it's pretty much I've I've pretty much Marcos. run like no. <laughs> yeah, Dexter, oh, yeah. all the Marvel uh, shows. Uh, you know, I've gone through so many different shows, Sons of Anarchy, like all these uh-huh. shows that I knew she was not going to want to watch. Breaking Bad. That one too, uh-huh. uh, and I've post done... up your favorite. If you're watching live on Facebook, yeah. what's your favorite binge show? That that's for trainer like, riding. Uh, I mean, I've gone through so many shows and only done so when I was either on the treadmill or the trainer. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is another mm-hmm. one. Uh, I'm uh, right now. I'm on uh, the boys. The boys on Amazon. Not the boys in the hood. No, mm. it's not kid friendly whatsoever. Nah. So <laughs> put your headphones. On. Uh, yeah, make sure if you're watching the boys, uh, uh-huh. you got the volume uh, down. If the kids are uh, anywhere, but yeah. yeah, my wife will be like, "Hey, do you want to watch this this show?" Or or my my parents the other day were like, "Hey, have you have you watched this show?" And I was like, "Yeah." Chris <laughs> yeah. was like, "When did you watch that?" <laughs> like there was like three different shows where I'd watched the whole season, and yeah, uh, yeah trainer. It's like trainer man. Absolutely. So like, uh, you know, among other things, if you're, if you're spending a decent amount of time on the trainer, like it will, it'll make you uh, really appreciate those nice, nice days out on the road. That's our, that's one of our last and final points here. Yeah. It really makes you appreciate a good fun group ride. There's been ride on the road. There's been a lot of times where just way life handed it i was on the even in the nicest times of the summer and spring like i was on the trainer almost all the time Mm -hmm. and like once i could get out on the you know 
weekend group rides and stuff like that. I, I see, you know, you say to yourself, felt like a little kid. I'm not going back. Uh-huh. I'm not going back. <laughs> but uh, inevitably, you know, yeah. among, you know, for many, many reasons that we've already uh, kind of rolled through, like, it is just a great tool. I mean, it's really what it if is. Performance is, yeah, if, if, if performance and improvement is your thing, you, you have to learn to love the trainer. Yeah. If you just like riding your bike and you like to do it for just, you know, some fitness and that's that's great too and if you don't want to ride a trainer i was all uh, good but if performance and you're time crunched and you want to improve i mean trainers trainers where it's at i was watching uh a replay of the madrid challenge the mm-hmm. ladies race and on the last day i don't know if you saw the course fla- pretty much flat as can be a circuit it was like a five and a half k circuit they did for 100k oh, and every other lap they did a sprint Oh wow! And there were point sprints, so you oh. could you could literally win the entire like three day deal if you won like enough points yeah. on the sprint. Uh, and this one um, Italian, oh, God, I can't remember her name now. Italian rider uh, went bombing off the front, and she was out by herself for a long time. And get, granted, this is a flat course with teams, and they were chasing hard, and they were just talking about how because Italy was locked down so heavily, she basically spent all her time on the turbo trainer and doing strength work mm-hmm. and came out of the, of the, uh, lockdown strong as like a boss. Huh? Yeah. Like crazy yeah. strong, but you know, it just goes show like you can, you can get so much quality work on mm-hmm. the trainer. Now don't get me wrong. You cannot like, you're not going to hone all of the skills of cycling, just no, riding the trainer. Not at all. Uh, you, Some of your most dangerous races and group rides will be <laughs> riding with those who've spent a winter on the trainer and are yeah. coming out with no handling skills. Yeah, that and it's like just like just shifting, like mm-hmm. being able to shift and shift at the right time and being bike handling, like you said. No. Like those are those are skills that you kind of can lose a little little bit of your uh, your touch on if you are just you know staring at a tv or yeah. screen and we have found like doing high-end like sprint style stuff like that's not yeah, something we we give to our athletes ever uh for to do indoors um i do i'll do uh like seated maximal efforts yeah. nothing out of the saddle um but you know just seeing what you can peek out on a trainer for like have it's, you, it's more of a neuromuscular workout have you? So this is like another side note. Uh, oh, let's tangent. Going, going uh, back to Zwift racing. Have you seen like what some of those? There's some elite folks that only Zwift race. Like that's that's their mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. There's one guy who's a sprinter. I forget his name offhand now, but he showed his setup, and it's he's got like four massive fans for keeping him cool. Mm-hmm. But he's got his trainer is like he has like sandbags like weighted down his trainers like physically weighted down for when he stands to sprint so that he doesn't like roll over tip the whole thing over yeah he's got it like totally weighted down that's so, <laughs> that's so you can try that out if you're gonna sprint in your trainer yeah it's not easy Sandbags, baby. even even with like a rock and roll trainer it's mm-hmm. not uh i did like a uh um research project or i was a part of a research project several years ago where they were like just testing maximal cycling effort and how it, like how your, uh, 
like leg angles and stuff changed when you were going maximally, blah, 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 blah. And so they're like, just go as hard as you can for 15 seconds on the trainer. And we did it like three times or something like that. And like they had it on a, he had a, on a rock and roll trainer and all this stuff. And it was just like, this is not normal. This does mm-hmm. not like the thing doesn't move. It was on my bike. So yeah, like it did, doesn't move the same. Like, so like when you're talking about like sprinting outdoors and there's so much form involved in that, mm-hmm. like it's like, you can't rock your bike indoors. Yeah. Well, it's like, in my opinion, it's like, it's almost like trying to do a swim workout and some people will debate me on this on like a, a Vasa trainer where you're not actually in the water. Mm. Uh, like it's, it's just different. The feel is different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just won't get quite the same yeah. uh, benefit from it. All right. So if you made it this far, uh, a question we've been getting quite a bit is just trainer recommendations. Yeah. And we aren't going to go into a breakdown of all the different types out there. Um, but we would recommend. We have no affiliations with any trainer no, brand or no, none out there. So um, a fluid trainer, like we would recommend. So a cheaper price point would yeah, be going minimal, with a fluid, yeah, fluid resistance trainer. If you're new to trainers, minimally look for a fluid trainer uh, because of the way it feels. Mm-hmm. There are other ones like magnet trainers and fan trainers and all those are they just don't they don't have a road feel really whatsoever i mean and and if you're a fan the the fan trainer can be so loud oh my so gosh. the ability to uh <laughs> you'll want to get off that sooner just from a noise standpoint yeah but the fluid trainers are typically pretty pretty quiet it's like the old compu tra- the old compu trainer <laughs> yeah sounded like an airplane yep uh, winding up yeah yep but uh, and then for smart trainers i mean smart trainer is not something you need for indoor training um, some of the benefits. So we have people think, that ask us if you have a power meter. Yep. You we would we would rather you be like budget wise. If if you only have so much money to to vote to this, we would prefer you go with a power meter on your bike and a fluid trainer versus doing a smart trainer, which will have power as part of it, um, but not being able to put power on your bike. Uh, the value there is having power on your bike now is going to give you all the data when you aren't on the trainer. So we would prefer you go that route, but if if you've got money for both, I mean, smart trainers are nice because you can start doing some of this virtual stuff where it will adjust for you and yeah. super quiet. You and, can ride yeah, courses, so, you can do yeah. all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's like it's, like we said earlier, it's getting pretty, pretty advanced. Mm-hmm. Um, and you won't be blowing through tires uh, as fast. Yeah, as yeah, if you have a direct drive trainer, a direct drive, um, yeah. not to go into you know, not to go into budget details, but obviously the smart trainers. There's a ton of them out there. I think the Wahoo Kicker is probably the most popular. Mm-hmm. They also have the Kicker Core, which is like, um, or no, the Kicker Core is also a direct drive. The Snap is the is the wheel on trainer. It's also a a smart trainer. Um, tendency is the wheel on trainer smart trainers um have a little bit harder time uh adjusting for the uh gradients so like if you get on a course that goes to an uphill the trainer like wrenches down on the wheel pretty quickly uh so it just doesn't feel quite the same with the direct drive it can more gradually uh you know put that resistance on you because it's not having to deal with any 
wheel slippage or resistance from a tire or whatever. Um, and then you get, you know, you basically, it's just smoother. I mean, I've, mm-hmm. so far I've been pretty happy with, so we both use the SARS H3. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's solely because we found it on a black Friday at a good deal. Um, but an old DC rainmaker gave it some good reviews. He did. I didn't read them, but if ever you want something researched, just go to DC rainmaker. Like if you're, if you're making a decision on something, there's a good chance he has, I'm he sure he's touched it and reviewed it and or, and he's like, in depth. I can't, I can't do his reviews. Yes. I, I like, I mean, I appreciate what he does, but you know, but when I see a review that will take me 30 minutes at least oh, yeah. to get through, I'm just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. But he does the researching for you. So if you're in the market, go, <laughs> he actually has one where he's compared all the trainers. So, or smart trainers. He's compared a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Cool. Anyways. I think that's it. I think the horse is dead yet again. I think we've we're gonna get a call from Peter. Uh huh. All this horse beating we're doing here. All right, crew. Yeah, we appreciate everyone hanging out, listening, watching, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Adios.